listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, you know what that means. That is the sound for Straight Talk. This is your opportunity to have some control over the show. If you don't like what's going on, you can just tell me, but we're not going to put that on the air. But uh, 877-795-0122. I'll say that a little bit slower. 877-795-0122 is your opportunity to call in with any type of question that's going on in the world, politics, modern-day events, current events, theology, Holy Week. The, what's going on in the church, anything and everything. This is your chance to actually ask a priest, if you want to ask a priest, uh, the take on the church's stance on certain things that are out there. And so you don't have to be on the air. You can ask, submit the question, or you can do it via our Facebook page as well. So 877-795-0122. Heaven knows there is plenty of crazy going on in the world, so there should be plenty of conversation uh, for uh, this segment. So straight talk. Do not be afraid to call in. Where have you not had questions from lately? We, I'll tell you, last month we hit them all. The only place we haven't gotten now is Canada. And so I know that there's um, uh, we have listeners that are in Canada, and so Canada is still in the status of being canceled by me. Yes. We got calls from Montana and from Wyoming last week, which covered all, those are the last two holdouts. And so that doesn't mean Montana and Wyoming, you don't have to call. You can still call, but you hadn't called during my straight talks, and so they are no longer canceled. But the whole country of Canada remains canceled. Until well, let's I see get if we can get from one them. from them today. 877-795-0122. Love to see some questions come in or on the Facebook page, as you had mentioned, because there is a lot we can talk about, a lot Father Rich well, can answer, but see if we can stump them on something today, folks. Well, I'm not looking for stumping. I'm looking for uh, <laughs> spreading the truth. And so yes. there's there's lots of easy ways to stump me. But uh, uh, there's, the you know, as our last guest, Monica, was talking about this objective truth versus a person's opinion of truth is that there is objective truth, and the uh, crazy world that we are living in does not want to recognize that. And that truth, of course, is Jesus Christ and what he teaches and his church. And, what and the craziness teaches. is going on in every city that's listening to this show. Yes, it is, even the small cities. In the city of Duluth, there's a lot of crazy going on. We are, we are, we are on the cutting edge of crazy in the city of Duluth, Minnesota, and so we feel like minorities. Eight, uh, we who we are, are sane. Yes. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. If you do not call in, I'm going to talk about the crazy that's happening in Duluth because it's crazy. Well, why don't you talk about your rambling from this last oh, week? Yeah, if that's, you want to uh, do that. that's what I was talking about. So my ramblings is what I write in my bulletin. That's my that's my thing I call it. So yeah, I mean the Duluth school board here now. You come up with a. You come up with a, this. Maybe we'll bring in some questions. Hopefully, yes. So the Duluth School Board just last week or the week before last week unanimously voted for no, new gender policies, and so the there's a whole bunch of crazy parts that go with that. But it was a unanimous vote. Unanimous. Unanimous. No holdouts. Nobody no, no, standing that, up. That that uh, um, among other things, but the most controversial. Well, there's a lot of controversy, but the things that get the most amount of attention is the fact that 
that you can use any locker room or any bathroom that you identify as. Not yep. what you are, but what you identify as. At that as. moment in time during that day, you can yep, choose. Yep. If you if you choose for for 15 minutes, you want to go into the girls' bathroom, you, you can, can do, do so. It. And, and, and nobody's going to say anything. And yes. nobody can say anything. That it's, is the ultimate craziness. That folks. is that is the ultimate crazy. <laughs> and so and so uh, I wrote about that in my ramblings, and I and it's posted on the St. James Parish website uh, Facebook page. If you want to look at it, the Duluth St. James page. And uh, I must say, I I was pretty happy with what I wrote. I was pretty proud of it. Uh, and I'm not very proud of things I write most of the time. But um, here's the thing. Here's the, the, the gist of it. But I'll throw out the number first. 877-795-0122. This might get some calls coming in. So I don't know if you know this, Deacon John, but um, they call they call it gender dysphoria. Yes. You know, and so our modern media, you know, just talking to Monica now, she experiences this firsthand and working in the media. Our modern media now, the schools in Duluth, Minnesota, and other places as well, expose gender dysphoria as a good thing and for all the world to see. And it's like, we want to celebrate gender dysphoria. And my point in my uh, ramblings is that that most, not all, but most forms of eating disorders are dysphoria. Mm -hmm. It's a dysphoria. And so to say we want to have, um, um, you know, like drag queen story hours for people, for little children, and have uh, boys use girls' bathrooms, that's like... Celebrating celebrate dysphoria. So that would be the equivalent, this is what I wrote in my bulletin, if somebody had bulimia, if somebody was a bulimic, we would never say to them, we want you to eat everything in this kitchen and throw it, and we want to watch. Right. We want to celebrate that. This is great. We would never do that. But that's in essence what we're doing when we have drag queens. Exactly. And then, and then we would never say, we would, when we say a guy who thinks he's a girl can go and use a girl's washer, we want to encourage that. That's like saying to an anorexic, Yep, you are overweight for heaven's sake, and you need to lose more weight. We would never say that. No, it we sounds never ridiculous would. to yeah. say that. And it but it's no more ridiculous than somebody who says, "Yeah, you can you can cha- your that guy can change in my daughter's uh right. uh, um, uh how parents are not upset and absolutely Oh, they just, are. And so my just, my point in my ramblings is that this better fill up our Catholic school. I would you sure know, hope we'd have a lot it, of new it, registrations. Well, I'm sure yes. we will because the insanity it's insane. It's insane. Dysphoria is dysphoria. Why do we try and celebrate one form of dysphoria and try and correct another form exactly. of dysphoria? Yes. Be consistent. We're not helping these people. We're causing them to be more confused. We are. 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. We want some calls. I we just have talked, a question coming in. I just talked about a very controversial topic, and so I'd like to think that there are people that are really charged up about that, and this is your forum. 877-795-0122. So, yeah. I mean, just because it just hit Duluth and, and I mean... Unanimous. It's unanimously. <laughs> and that- so... The other point before this uh, question turns green is that that I made the point is that one of the one of the people that were on the board, the school board, said we you know we can't let the majority rule everything. We have to respect the minority. And I made the point: it's like seven percent of the population is uh, colorblind. Right. So to that use their line, to that. use their line of reasoning is that the school better not use colors anymore. Exactly. Because all done. otherwise, yeah, otherwise you're you're going against the minority. Okay, we do have a question. We have a question. Are you and ready? This has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about. All right, go ahead, John. Go. You can read it. Since this Friday is Good Friday, what happens to the first Friday devotions? Well, that's a good question, but you know, I'd say number one, first Friday's devotions. Um, uh, well, I mean, there's different ways of doing that. Mass attendance, of course, is always a part of that, or generally is a part of that. Good Friday trumps everything, <laughs> and yeah. so uh, it's the most solemn day of the liturgical year. And so, uh, um, First Friday devotions takes a distant second to Good Friday. So, Good Friday is what it is all about this coming Friday. So they're put on hold. 
Put it on hold. Put it on hold. There's nothing else you can do about it. Exactly. I mean, you can do other devotions that you have for First Fridays other than mass attendance. But right. you go to service to receive the Eucharist. That's that's the important part of that. 877-795-0122. That was a good uh, Facebook question. So yes. remember, you can submit through Facebook, and that's what that question came from. So 877-795-0122. And we go have ahead, another John. one. Yep. When we die, our body is buried in the ground or cremated and returns to ashes. Our soul goes to heaven or purgatory. Or hell. Or hell. Or hell. Yep. I was just reading the question. Sorry. Sorry. When our soul is in heaven, can we see, hear, and hug Jesus and our loved ones, and in what form? Then also, have the saints written anything on this? Okay. Excellent question. So, heaven, there's kind of like a, heaven's a mystery, right? There's a certain level of speculation to this. And so, uh... Eventually, you know, at first, and we're talking about time here, but there's no time in eternity. And so we're we're trying to wrap our little puny brains around this. So I'm using terminology that's not necessarily accurately theological, but just to get the point. So when we die, and if God willing, we are with him in heaven, we are not with our bodies. So there's no physical hugging. (laughs) Okay, Do you recognize your loved ones? Absolutely, but that's not your focus. Your focus is God, all right? However... At the end of time, we are going to be reunited with our bodies, right? Then there is a physical component to it. There is a physical component after the general resurrection because we're going to be reunited with our bodies. And so could there be technically hugging? Absolutely there could be. But that is kind of like this, we're not there yet. At least in time, we're not there yet. And so, uh, but again, the focus is always going to be God, as much as we love our loved ones, they're secondary. And yes, I mean, there's lots of saints that have written a, about, you know, the next life and, and stuff. But we have to also be cautious that, that just because a saint wrote something about the next life doesn't mean the church totally, you know, embraces that or adopts that. And so saints also have their own speculation and their own spirituality. Just because somebody's canonized doesn't mean it's, that their writings are canonized as being dogma. And so a saint writing something is food for thought and food for prayer. Uh, but, you know, we look at what the church says on a formal level in regards to what the next life will bring. Excellent question. Very good. Uh, deep theological ones. I like those ones, too. But I like the controversial ones the most. I know you do. We haven't any yet today. No, but we right. will. I just threw out it's there early myself. I, I mean, I, I threw out the controversy. 877-795-0122, as well as on our Facebook page. Um, you could be on the phone, not on the phone. We'd love to have somebody call in and actually be on the phone. That'd be great. And, and I correct myself. I didn't throw out the controversy because there's no controversy about it. <laughs> It's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> and so it's like, from the Catholic uh, standpoint, this whole gender dysphoria stuff, that is not, that's not controversial. It's just, we, we, we put the smack down on it. I mean, we, we respect people that are struggling. We want, to, we want to accompany people that are struggling through any type of dysphoria, yes. right? And so it's not against the person, but it is against the overarching tone of our culture, society, and media that pushes this as the flavor To endorse of the it month. and make it the thing that right. they should do. All right, we have another one. Controversial question. Ooh, this is a big one. Do you like peeps? Do I like peeps? That is a very thought-provoking question. The person that asked that question was not on the phone, so they did not have the courage or fortitude to ask that in person. So I would say for me, I know that the world's kind of split on peeps as we approach Easter. I am not a peeps guy, but not because I don't like peeps or they're not good or they're bad. I don't like peeps because I don't like sweets. I'm one of those weirdos that That's just don't true, like sweets. Don't. So, so I'm I'm just like I'm kind of like no to peeps. So any type of answer I would give would be you know I mean a, a non-starter because it's not I'm not taking a side. 
So how about you, John? I love sweets, but I don't like peeps. Really? Yeah, but I'm a sweets guy. I, you see, you can go online, you can see all sorts of different uh, little videos that people do with peeps, like little... Uh, crazy stuff. Crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Why, the, why the focus and the attention on the time to do that? And, I don't get and there's And there's no, there's like new flavors of peeps, I think, that are coming out. So I that's, a, that's are, a good yes. Easter, I'd say that's a good secular Easter question. I wouldn't call it a good religious Easter question, but maybe there's something religious to peeps. I don't know. I'm sure there are a lot of priests that do like peeps, and there's well, probably sure. a lot that don't, because the more priests I get to know, the more I'm finding... A lot of you don't like sweets, and that's probably really? good, yes, because it helps you stay well, better. Well, how do you think I keep my figure? And I know this, I realize that this is radio, but, you know, the very first thing that, when, well, the first time I met Pope John Paul II, the first thing he said to me, he says, you're too skinny. <laughs> he said that to me. That was a long time ago. I don't think he would say it today, but I'm still, I'd still like to you're think still that pretty decent my, shape. My, my not eating sweets is apparent. Definitely. Definitely helps. Okay. Uh, 877 Seven nine five zero one two two. We have not had a live call in yet. We'd like to have that. I threw out the raw meat of gender dysphoria and what's going on in the city of Duluth. I mean, I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't been any phone calls. Well, they could, that. they probably all just agree with you and well, us. So no, they, no, that's true. and that's okay too. That's but true. they could call in and say. Something so, to endorse. So that. here's the thing. So I put it on our, I, this ramblings I put on my Facebook page, uh, the parish Facebook page. I don't have a yeah. Facebook page. And and I made a comment to somebody. I said, I'm kind of surprised on how few likes it got. And I was kind of surprised by that. That is interesting. And and because uh, I've done uh, other ramblings that have gotten a lot more than that. And, and you've like, had other and, ones that and, had controversy. And, and a lot of dislikes as well. As well. Yes. But the person said something that I thought was interesting. They said, the reason why you don't get a lot of likes is because it takes guts to like that. Well, that's what that we're t- talking it, about uh, with Monica as well. It takes, cur- it takes, it takes courage, courage to stand you're gonna, up. You're going to speak up to something that the the uh, current um, prevailing winds are pushing, and if you're going to stand up in that and go against that, that takes guts. That takes guts. And so, yeah, I mean, so those of you that did like it, I appreciate it. Yes. And those of you that are listening that want to read it, I did a better job writing it than saying it. So just the St. James Parish Facebook page in Duluth, Minnesota. It's easy to find. Yep. Like it. It's just like, I think we've only done one other, um, uh, we've um, posted only one other thing since then, so it's easy to find. Well, I'd love to see 1,000 likes on there, 2,000 likes on there. We oh. have 45 million people listening right now. That's an exaggeration. It's but we could, get, bit, yeah. we could get a lot of We, we could get, get a lot of likes on that. And I, I don't care it. about likes. I'm not on Facebook page. I, sp- I want to think that I speak the truth. Truth is out there. Yes. And um, uh, controversy. But we also want to go back to what Monica talked about, is getting people to be willing to stand up and say that this oh. is correct. That this is, is okay. That is my drumbeat. It's That's a, the, what it the is. The lack of courage. If, if you're afraid to make the sign of the cross at a restaurant, you are lacking that, a certain level of courage. <laughs> that <laughs> is so interesting to watch. When you're out in a public restaurant... Very, very few families, and sometimes you'll see other Catholics that you know, and they do not pray yep. before the nope. meal. And I mean, and people are afraid of what other people think, and that—that that is probably the biggest, the the clearest indicator of our level of courage and our letter, our, our level of fortitude. Yep. If we are afraid to say grace in a public restaurant before a meal, you need to ask yourself a question: How how would I do in the first century of Christianity? Exactly. How am would I willing I to stand it? up? Yep. Yes. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two for priests you know, and deacons to a lesser degree, you know I mean we we walk out with our clerics on all the time yeah, so it's like you're we, we we are constantly that that reminder for people and so you know I mean all Christians are called to that and so uh, it's a small it's a small litmus test about that whole sign of the cross thing at at mealtime but. If you're listening and you don't do that, you maybe might, might want to change I that. I preached on that oh, five, five, four or five years ago now. I preached on that and encourage people to consider doing that when they're in a restaurant no. if they don't do it today. No. To show, because 
we talked about evangelization by how we live. You have to have guts, folks. Have to have guts, especially us Catholics. Okay, we have not had a certain anybody on the call. No, talk about we, needing guts. <laughs> talk about courage. Come we have folks. another one coming in off yeah, the phone. But, but it's but. not on the phone. So is there a person that is listening right now that has the fortitude to actually make a phone call and be on the air? That's a challenge. That's, that's a good challenge to throw yeah. out there right now. Yes. And that doesn't take a lot of guts because you're sitting no, on the phone they don't know who you wherever are. you are. Right. 877-795-0122. We'd love to have you call in and ask a question in person, if you will. Uh, as this question comes in, um, your day got canceled today, oh, which, is a, which is a little break for you. But oh, moving it. into, if people have questions on Holy Week and the Triduum yeah. and so forth, yeah. Well, yeah, this exactly. is a great opportunity to ask Father Rich any of these questions on, if you've never been to the Triduum, Oh, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And they could, if they're not sure what it is, now is the time to call and ask. Yep. I'm not going to tell you unless you ask. That's right. And I'm not going to take your teaser. question, Deacon John, because you're not a caller. <laughs> and you're listening, not listening. Okay, we've got Here we go. Else. Ready? All right. Caller from North Dakota. We absolutely need more priests to spread this message in the public arena. It is so important what you are doing. Thank you Kudos. very much, North yes. Dakota. So uh, I, I, I appreciate that. I'll say that I used to be in politics. I, I had... Yeah, that was my career before the priesthood brief, as it was. And I think that there's something in me that, that loves that sort of thing, that when you're into politics, that you are necessarily engaged in debate in the public forum. I love that. I don't know if that's the cause of it, but uh, the one area of courage that I feel like I was blessed with is the the area in which I speak the truth of the church. I have no fear in saying in any... And I, and I don't want to do it in a way... You have to be very careful as a priest to not do it in a way that turns people off. Because if I do it all the time, then it's not. Then that message is going to be lost, right? I have to, I have to be very... I have to walk a fine line when I'm going to say something that's going to be deemed controversial or deemed challenging. I can't do it every homily because people are just going to say, oh, well, that's Father Rich, you know? And so... We have to do it as priests. There's an art to it to where the message is actually received and not just dismissed. And so I appreciate the caller from North Dakota about that. We do, we, if, for heaven's sakes, if the Catholic priests do not speak on these topics, who will? Right. We have to. We have, and, and quite frankly, that draws people in. My, my parish is booming right now. Uh, it's, it's, we have so many people coming to Mass here. It's growing like crazy, and it's because people need to hear it from their priests. People aren't leaving. Well, some people are leaving, but the, the people are coming here because they know that I'm going to speak these things. They just, they just need to know that they're supported by their priests and their stance. And I think you do so well with it. So you, you don't alienate people when you address them. Well, and that's such, well, people get upset, <laughs> but it's not intentional upset, alienation. Yeah. No, not on purpose. But it's, it's a, a opportunity to evangelize to them in a manner for them to uh, have their heart be stirred and open to yeah, we want, listening to We want the truth. conversion. We don't want, we don't want people to be alienated from the truth. We want conversion to the truth. And so 877-795-0122. Ooh, listen to this. It looks like we have a caller coming. We, we do the have challenge one. To fort, the challenge to fortitude is, oh, Natasha, are you there? I am. I'm here. Natasha, what is your question? Congratulations being the first caller. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much. And first off, it's completely unrelated to my question, but I fully agree with you on your ramblings. And I did go over to Facebook, and I love your article. There's a nice. Just shy of 50 right now on there. So, so. Thank you. Make sure <laughs> you like it. That. No, you, you don't have to like it. I will. Okay, okay. Go, go. what's your question, Natasha? <laughs> well, so with this being Holy Week, um, I've recently had some conversations with people about or a certain person who's a little bit skeptical in the faith, um, 
and his thoughts on Judas, on Judas's actions just being all a part of God's will, and somewhat a defense of that. And just prior to our conversation, I had seen um, blurbs of Charles Monsignor Pope's kind of um, rebuttals to those kinds of sure, sure. things, but they're still not fully getting through. Uh, so I'm just wondering, like, in a kind of simplistic form, yep. so, so, <laughs> um, what would your def- or what would your explanation be? Is you know, right. not so necessarily j- being you know divine will. Right That's there. right. So, oh. I, so I, I will speak to it, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be convincing to the person you're talking to. Okay, so, so there's, there's, a, there's a difference between foreknowledge and, um, uh, and uh, predestination. God knows what's going to happen, but God never takes away our free will. Did God know that right. Judas was going to do it? Absolutely. Did God cause it? Absolutely not. Uh, Judas had his free will. If he would have repented like Peter did, he'd be St. Judas today, right? And so, so just because God knows doesn't mean God cause, causes it. We can say that with everything. Someone that's really good at the stock market can say, well, tomorrow I'm looking at the futures or later on today, the stock market's going to be really, really good. Did that person cause it? No, but they know it. Okay, does that make okay. some sense? So I don't know if that helps. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's essentially kind of the rebuttals I was making, but just put in a different way. So I right. hopefully, well, you know, Good luck with that, Natasha. <laughs> Thank you for the question. Thank you, Thank you. We have another one. Have a happy Easter. You too. Happy Triduum. Looks like we have another um, a person on the phone that's got courage. It's not, it says it says on the phone, but it's not green. Uh, is there a listener on the phone? Okay, they're not on the phone yet. So, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I often get question. that question in regards to pre-knowledge and, you know, predestination. Okay, who's who do we who's have on, on the phone? phone? Um, this is Melissa. I'm Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hello. What's your question? Um. So I have a quick question for you. My husband and I were discussing gender um, dysphoria last night and also um, anorexia and how the two kind of, in a way, can coincide hand in hand and how we um, obviously believe we're made in God's image and his likeness and we're beautiful. And so people who struggle with anorexia believe that that they're fat and, and they're not. And so we get them help. But when we have people who believe that they're the opposite gender that they're born into, mm-hmm. we succumb to that. And we choose to to push that idea and say, oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I yep. don't want you to feel hurt. How do we as a society, as, as Catholics, encourage that truth of who they are as a beloved child of God instead of encouraging that the lie well, that you, they're, you, they're living. Yeah, you speak, you speak in love. You know, I mean, I mean, we have to do all things in charity, but we also have to do it with courage, as we've talked about already. And, and you know, I mean, we, good question, by the way, uh, Melissa, so thank you for that question. So we have, to, we have to be people of truth, right? And, and sometimes when we deal with the crazy of, like, this gender dysphoria, it's really easy to get our emotions involved in it and, like, like maybe talk to somebody in a non-charitable way. We want to be charitable in the yeah. same way that we want to be charitable to someone with anorexia. We, our problem is not with the person with the anorexia or the dysphoria. Our problem is with the society who's pushing it. Mm-hmm. That's our problem. Yeah. And so to be in a loving uh, sort of way, you would, never, you would never be mad at somebody with anorexia because they were anorexic. And we shouldn't be mad right. at somebody who, who, who in essence have succumbed to the flavor of the month. Because that's what this whole gender thing is. It's the flavor of the month. And in five to ten years, there's going to be so many lawsuits of these young people that have had these surgeries against parents and against doctors that I really do think this is just going to be a, it's going a to period. Turn. It's going to turn around. I really do. Uh, call me call me optimistic or overly optimistic, but I think that this is just too crazy to continue. 
Good question. Thank, thank yeah. You. Thank you, Melissa, very much. Yes, thank you. Yeah, all right. So um, uh, eight, we have a few more minutes, 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. We do have a, another question that's being formulated, but until then, it's like this, this, this whole gender dysphoria gets me so, so worked up. up. And, and the, the, the part of it that's really hitting close to home in Duluth, besides this thing with the public schools, is this whole um, uh, drag queen yes. thing that's becoming more zoo. and more prevalent. At the uh, yeah. zoo, Come at the Duluth Public the Library. Yep. I, mean, I mean, a few years ago... If a man was dressing up as a woman and showing undue attention to children, be locked up. Exactly. Now we celebrate. Now it. we celebrate. And so we come and, do and this. we expose our kids to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing positive about that. There's nothing good about that. And so uh, it's 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 an, the the uh, what, what what do they say when the the um, uh, the patients have taken over the asylum? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's exactly that's what's, what's happening. happening. You're right. It's a good way to put to look at it. Uh, this question is just about done. We're going to have another one following up right behind it. It looks like so. We have a few more minutes. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So as soon as that turns green, we will uh, or the question the yeah, question will be on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And you and um, uh, people out in Radio Land, you have no idea what Dick and John and I are talking about. We're just looking at the screen. Yeah. So we're talking about how sausage are made right now. <laughs> and so sometimes how sausage sausage is made makes you get not want to eat the sausage. And so we're just talking about green and turning green and stuff like that. That's that's our talk. Yeah, that's a little off topic, weird, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk dysphoria by myself. Right, exactly. We've, we've talked quite a bit about it, so we have some questions on it. Here's another one that's coming in on it in a second. It will uh, turn green, and our listener will be on the phone. They can ask it themselves. 877-795-0122. Speaking of making sausage, I wonder why sometimes why it takes so long to turn green. On, a, on the on the laptop, uh, on, uh, yeah, on our laptop. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I see, I see the question, but it's like it's not turned green yet. And so that's uh, that's again sausage making. Yes, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Yeah, there's lots of crazy that's going on, and um, uh, it's it's you know I talked about I, I talked about today at my mass about the 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 parable about the weeds and the wheat, you know, and how Judas yeah. was you know Judas was close to Jesus as he was it was a weed. You know, and so we can't say just because we're close to God that we're not going to be the wheat that needs to be pulled exactly. up and burned. Very true. Um, so we do have one here, but that's supposed to be on the phone. That individual's not on the phone yet. Well, the, the, the top one was on the phone. That was Melissa. Okay, so that one's gone. So we're yep. still waiting for Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. All right. We have one that's being typed out right now. Yep. We're getting close to the uh, the end of our time here, but um, I'm just going to randomly, I'm just going to throw out a... Uh, uh, even though Cheryl's question is not green, I'm just going to say about speaking yeah. speaking out. We have to just pray for courage. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. We have to have courage, uh, and we have to ask for the gifts. No gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to us automatically. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Not automatically. It's all God's grace. And if we pray for gifts of the Holy Spirit, they're going to be answered. Right. And again, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fortitude courage and so we have to pray for that and one way of getting rid of the fear of speaking out is to be knowledgeable in what you're speaking out against so you have the knowledge that will eliminate the fear and god will give you the graces to be able to speak eloquently about it we have to stop living in other people's heads you know what other people think about us is very secondary it's what god thinks about us is what's important exactly And and we are too too caught up in that uh that what other people are thinking of us Great segment today. Unfortunately, we will not get to that last question. Yeah, maybe we can hit it on the other side of the on the uh, break, real quick. Uh, of the break, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're, we've been uh, doing this show with Deacon John Foucault, Real Presence Live, and we're going to continue the show after this brief break. And maybe we'll try and hit one of these final questions on the other side of this break. Keep listening.